Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Recorded live. The books of the Bible. Open up your Bibles to Leviticus chapter 14. We're going to be starting in verse 1. We use a King James Version Bible. We ask the Father for the wisdom, the knowledge, and understanding as we go through this book of Leviticus. And it is interesting, you know, there is so many beliefs of people, Christians I'm talking about, in the world um, today. So many different ones. Satan has got the people so confused with all of this stuff. One of those beliefs is that the Old Testament, oh, they believe in Jesus and that he, you know, that he was on earth and that he's the you know, son of God and everything they need to believe to be part of the kingdom of heaven. But they also believe that um, that uh, Moses uh, was not actually a servant of God, and, and he actually was into um, idol worship and that kind of stuff because of the stuff that you find here in Leviticus and Exodus and Numbers, Deuteronomy, all of the uh, rituals that God has required of um, Israel, the nation of Israel. And the reason, you know, all this stuff is not necessary to cleanse someone of leprosy or anything else, any other disease. You don't need all of these uh, rituals. Um, The reason why they received these rules was because God was testing them. Are you going to follow my rules so that you can be the nation that's going to lead the world into following my law. And of course, they failed drastically. But I want us, as we're looking through Leviticus chapter 1 here, we're going to find out that, hey, (laughs) Moses was absolutely a servant of God, and so was Abraham. So let's take a look at Leviticus chapter 14, beginning in verse 1. And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, This shall be the law of the leper in the day of his cleansing. So, you see, um, leprosy was a very contagious uh, disease, and so you had to stay away. We learned that last time in the last chapter. But 
you can be cleansed of leprosy. And how does one get cleansed of leprosy in those days? Well, the body, you know, that's that's how you clean get clean from leprosy. The body and of course God is the one that, you know, made this body. So uh in the day of his cleansing, this is someone that had leprosy, once he doesn't have it anymore, he shall be brought unto the priest. So he has the rules. And the priest shall go forth out of the camp, and the priest shall look, and behold, if the plague of leprosy be healed in the leper. So we know from the rules of God that, guess what? I don't want this contagious disease to be, you know, brought into the regular population of the city. So you make sure that the lepers have their own little colony outside of the city walls. And so that's why the priest would have to go and see that the person was actually healed of um, leprosy. Then shall the priest command to take him, that is to be cleansed, two birds alive and clean, and cedar wood and scarlet and hyssop. And the priest shall command that one of the birds be killed in an earthen vessel over running water. As for the living birds, bird, he shall take it, and the cedar wood and the scarlet and the hyssop shall dip them in the living water in the blood of the bird that was killed over running water. So, of course, you know, they have their rituals, the blood and killing of animals and, and all of that stuff that they had to do because, guess what? That was what God had told them to do. And he shall sprinkle upon him that is to be cleansed from the leprosy seven times and shall pronounce him clean and shall let the living bird loose into the open field. So you've got a, these rituals, getting uh, this stuff, uh, he's doing it seven times, sprinkle upon him, the leprosy, the one that had the leprosy, who no longer has the leprosy. And then there's two birds. One is dead and the other is alive. And the living one is let loose. And he that is to be cleansed shall wash his clothes and shave off his hair and wash himself in water that he may be clean. So, you see, God wanted to make sure that the people knew what clean meant. And so to be clean, you had to shave off your head, all the hair on your head, and clean your body and wash your clothes. Because what you were in in sickness, you're not going to have any of that on you, with you anymore, now that you are clean. Now, the thing is this, compare that to Christianity and to what happens when we become a part of the kingdom of heaven. Or once you become a part of the kingdom of heaven and you've become spiritually sick, let's look at that also. So first off, 
you know, if you're spiritually sick, everybody that's not a part of the kingdom of heaven is spiritually sick. But once you become a believer, once you're given the gift of faith, God decides you don't. Once you've been given the gift of faith, after you've heard the good news about Jesus Christ, you believe it, that's God giving you the gift of faith because many people have heard the good news. They've heard about Jesus and they've heard the stories, but they don't believe it because they weren't given the gift of faith by God. So once you're given that, the sick person spiritually you are at that point is now cleansed. And all of those sins and all of that stuff that you were gets washed away with the blood of Jesus Christ. You get baptized to show death to the old life, the old you, and coming up from the water to a new life, a new you, shedding all the old sickness like this, cleansing of the spiritually sick, cleansing of everyone that is not a believer once they believe. Now, on the second hand, when you're talking about a believer who has gone, you know, off the path, who has become spiritually sick, and Peter tells us that it's once someone becomes really spiritually sick, I mean, you know, if you get a little bit of spiritual sickness, that's one thing, and, you know, these things can be fixed. But let's just say that you're completely spiritually, you've left the um, works of the kingdom. You've left following Jesus. You've gone back into the world completely and totally into the world. Peter says it's almost impossible for you to come back and get cleansed. But anything's possible with God. So what happens is, let's say that you're spiritually sick. You're a believer and you're spiritually sick. And you've been talked to and explained where you've gone wrong by your fellow brethren, the believers the Christians you know, which is what it's supposed to be. You're supposed to go to those that are spiritually sick. They're doing things they shouldn't be doing, and it's causing them to go off the path. And, of course, leaders, the shepherds, the pastors, you know, they're absolutely supposed to go and do this to their flock that have gone off the path. But let's just say that that's happened and you've repented, which means you've stopped doing what you were doing and you've gone back and started following Jesus again. Then the spiritual sickness that was on your soul is gone. You don't have to be baptized again. <laughs> you know, that's the, that's the good news, man. <laughs> Once you've been called into the kingdom, once you believe in Jesus Christ, and once you've been baptized, you don't need to be baptized again. Even if you go off the path, it doesn't matter. None of that matters. You 
stop doing what you've done and you now are clean, okay? And so this is talking about, and we're, we're in verse 8, he's, the person is clean spiritually once they repent and turn back. You don't have to rededicate your life to Jesus. You don't have to re-say no sinner's prayer. You shouldn't have said it in the first place. It's a nonsense prayer. So once you're clean, you're clean. Verse 9. Oh, let's continue verse 8. And after that, in the middle, that he shall come into the camp and shall tarry abroad out of his tent seven days. So we're going to wait seven days to make sure that you're cleansed. But it shall be on the seventh day that he shall shave all his hair. I'm sorry, we were in that nine. He shall be clean. Ten, number ten. And on the eighth day he shall take two he lambs without blemish and one ewe lamb of the first year without blemish and three tenth deals of fine flour for a meat offering mingled with oil and one log of oil. And the priest that maketh him clean shall present the man that is to be made clean in those things before the Lord at the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And the priest shall take one of uh, take one he lamb and offer him for a trespass offering and a log of oil and a wave theme for a wave offering before the Lord. And he shall slay the lamb in the place where he shall kill the sin offering and the burnt offering in the holy place. For as the sin offering is the priest, so is the trespass offerings. It is most holy. So you see, now after you've taken care of the leprosy pot, now you've got to take care of the trespass and the sin and make your offerings that God has required of the people of Israel. We don't, as believers, after Jesus died on the cross, have to do that anymore. But what about when Jesus was on earth before he had died on the cross and became the Lamb of God and overcome death and rose from the dead. What about before, while he was walking on the earth? Did Jesus come to change the law? Did he come to do away with the law while he was walking on this earth? Let's take a look at an interesting um, part of Luke. Let's go to Luke chapter 5. Hold your place. In Luke chapter 5, verse 12. And it came to pass, when he was in a certain city, this is Jesus, behold, a man full of leprosy, who seeing Jesus fell on his face. So he knew about Jesus. He had heard what Jesus could do. He was full of leprosy, not just a little part, and besought him, saying, Lord, that means supreme in authority, if thou wilt, thou canst make me clean. You can clean me. I know if you want to. See, he had faith. 
And he put forth his hand and touched him. Jesus was not afraid of catching the spiritual sickness of this man. The physical sickness, I should say, of this man, his leprosy. Jesus wasn't afraid of that. He, he showed that by touching him. You see, he was letting the people know around him that, listen, when you are really connected to God, you won't get sick if you're doing the works of God, all right, around people that are sick, you see. I will, so Jesus said, yep, I will. I I want you to be clean. And so then he said, be thou clean. And that's all he said, be thou clean. And immediately the leprosy departed from him. A miracle, instant cleansing of the leprosy. And he charged him to tell no man. So Jesus said to this man that he had cleansed of the leper, don't go and tell people about what I've done. But instead, but go and show thyself to the priest and offer for thy cleansing according as Moses commanded for a testimony unto them. So you see, what was Jesus saying? He was telling this person he had cleaned of leprosy through the power of the Holy Spirit that he's to do what is written here in Leviticus, what we're reading right now. So did Jesus want the, uh, the uh, Israel, the Jews, to stop following the law of God while he was walking on the earth? No, he did not. Okay? So when before he died on the cross, these were the rules. And Jesus followed the rules. Let's go back to Leviticus 14. And we're going to pick it up in verse 14. And the priest shall take some of the blood of the trespass offering, and the priest shall put it upon the tip of the right ear of him that is to be cleansed, and upon the thumb of his right hand, and upon the great toe of his right foot. It's, you know, I get a kick out of this. Um, because uh, this is... This is the way God does things, to test people. These are ridiculous things to do, but guess what? I've told you to do them, so do it the way I've told you to do them. Now, it reminds me of, um, of another place here in the Old Testament where a man is, um, is, a, is a leper, and one of the prophets of God, if I'm not mistaken, it was Elijah, uh, but it could have been Elisha. One of the prophets of God um, told this foreigner, by the way, he wasn't of Israel, this foreigner to go and wash himself seven times in the river. And, um, <laughs> and the man got upset and he was like, what do you mean, wash myself in the river? You're not going to do some all kinds of things or, you know, all this stuff. or And, uh, you know, what, the water from where I'm from is not good enough? I have to wash myself in this water? And the prophet says, you know, or no, his um, servants had said, what does it matter? 
just do it. You're being told to do it that way, do it that way. So he did it, and of course he was cleansed. And and so sometimes God has us do things that seem funny to us, okay, and things that seem like, why do I have to do that, you know? But there's a reason. God always has a reason. And, of course, here when you're talking spiritually, you're talking when you put it on the the um, the blood on the tip of uh, the right ear, the the hand and the foot. What is that showing us spiritually? That you're now going to listen spiritually. You're now going to do the works of the kingdom. That's what the right hand signifies: is doing the works. And the foot means the path that you're going to take. You're going to follow Jesus, you see. And the priest shall take some of the log of oil and pour it in the palm of his own left hand. And the priest shall dip his right finger in the oil that is in his left hand and shall sprinkle of the oil with his finger seven times before the Lord. And, of course, now we've got the oil. The first was blood. Now it's oil. And the rest of the oil that is in his hand shall the priest put upon the tip of the right ear of him that is to be cleansed and upon the thumb of him, uh, upon the thumb of his right hand and upon the great toe of his right foot, upon the blood of the testimony offering, trespass offering. And the remnant of the oil that is in the priest's hand he shall pour upon his head of him that is to be cleansed and the priest shall make an atonement for him before the Lord. So, you have to do all of the um, rituals plus these extra rituals so that you can, um, you know, give glory to God and thank God for what he's done. And the priest shall offer the sin offering and make an atonement for him that is to be cleansed from his uncleanliness, and afterwards he shall kill the burnt offering. And the priest shall offer the burnt offering and the meat offering upon the altar, and the priest shall make an atonement for him and he shall be clean. So you see, if you do it God's way, you do it the way God wants you to do it, you will be cleansed of the leprosy. You will be cleansed of spiritual leprosy, spiritual sickness. You do it God's way. Do what we're supposed to do, which is your spiritual ears, you're supposed to be listening to the Word of God. You're supposed to be learning from the Word of God. You're supposed to be allowing the Holy Spirit to work through you. You're supposed to be walking the same way that Jesus walked, follow Jesus, what he did. You do those kind of works, that kind of stuff, that kind of action. He was our example, okay? And if you do all of that, then guess what? You will be spiritually cleansed. You know, it's funny. People say that, um, you know, that they can do whatever they want to do, that they don't have to worry about what their actions are 
or what they should be doing as a Christian. They don't have to worry about trying to please God. Imagine that. It's just amazing. 21. And if he be poor and cannot get so much, then he shall take one lamb for a trespass offering to be waived, to make an atonement for him, and one-tenth deal of fine flour mingled with oil for a meat offering and a log of oil, and two turtle doves or two uh, young pigeons such as he is able to get, and the one shall be a sin offering and the other for a burnt offering. So you understand, God knows that people have different levels, okay? And as far as Israel was concerned, not everybody had a lot of wealth. So if you didn't have a lot of wealth, you couldn't get these things. You couldn't afford this stuff. God made it, made a way that you could do what you needed to do to be clean without having to get something you weren't able to do. And that's exactly what's happened spiritually. God knows what we're able to do. So you don't have to go and do all this great stuff spiritually to get spiritually cleansed. No. You just have to repent. That's the good news. You have to go and turn back, follow Jesus. Let the Holy Spirit work through you. Follow Jesus. Do the works Read the Bible. Get connected with fellow believers. Stay away from humans. They make us go off the path. And he shall bring them on the eighth day for his cleansing unto the priest, unto the door of the tabernacle of the congregation before the Lord. And the priest shall take the lamp of the trespass offering and the log of oil, and the priest shall wave them for wave offering before the Lord. And he shall kill the lamb of the trespass offering. And the priest shall take some of the blood of the trespass offering and put it upon the tip of the right ear of him that is to be cleansed and upon the thumb of his right hand and upon the great toe of his right foot. And the priest shall pour um, of the oil into the palm of his own left hand and the priest shall sprinkle with his right finger some of the oil that is in his left hand seven times before the Lord. So you see, there is no difference between what you do with what you have concerning the rituals here for Israel. And the same thing applies for a spiritual sickness. You know, same thing. It doesn't matter. It's the same principle. Follow Jesus Allow the Holy Spirit to work through you and the Holy Spirit will work through you and dwell with you as long as you're not full of sin. You're not sinning, you know? The Holy Spirit doesn't dwell with sin, okay? No matter what the people say today in the world of Christianity. And the priest shall pour of the oil into the palm of his own left hand, and the priest shall sprinkle with his right hand fingers some of the oil that is in his left hand seven times before the Lord. And the priest shall put of the oil that is in his hand upon the tip of the right ear of him that is to be cleansed, and upon the thumb of his right hand, and upon the great toe of his right foot, upon the place of the blood of the trespass offering. And the rest of the oil that is in the priest's hands he shall put upon the head of him that is to be cleansed, to make an atonement for him before the Lord. And so 
same rituals, but you have all this stuff <laughs> that you have to do. And he shall offer the one of the turtle doves or the young pigeons such as he can get. We, in Christianity, we don't have to do all this. We don't have to do rituals. It's very simple. Repent means to stop doing what you're doing. You're covered under the blood as long as you do. Even such as he is able to get, the one for the sin offering and the other for the burnt offering with the meat offering, and the priest shall make an atonement for him that is to be cleansed before the Lord. This is the law of him in whom is the plague of leprosy, whose hand is not able to get that which pertaineth to his cleansing. And that completes this part of Leviticus chapter 14. We went up to verse 32. The cleansing of a person from leprosy. That was the job of the priest. And God showed them how to do it. You had to do all of this stuff. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.